welcome to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast, sponsored by Motivate Training and Management. This is the podcast where we talk to drivers and industry experts to help you maximize your performances on and off the track. Let's get started with today's show. Hi crew and welcome to episode 117 of the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. I am your host Belinda Risley and today I am joined by Super Mum Leanne DeFazio. Leanne, as mentioned, is a mom, she's a marketer and she's a motorsport lover. She helps small businesses develop a tailored marketing strategy through affordable packages and one-to-one consults. Her experience extends over 25 years working in the UK and Australia in a range of industries including motorsports. Most recently, working with Hub Auto Racing at 2021 in the Le Mans 24-hour race. In today's episode, we're going to go through all things marketing, about planning to market, about what's included in a marketing plan, why it's important for an athlete to have a marketing plan. Um, Don't worry, it's not pages and pages. It is only one page document. How uh, we should be looking at our competitors and see what they're doing, not only from a social media perspective, but as far as our marketing perspective as well. And of course, it's tailored a lot more towards race teams. So I do hope you enjoyed today's episode. Just a quick reminder that we do have our membership toolkit. So if you're new to motorsports um, and you're looking to get started, to improve your fitness mindset, gaining sponsors or anything like that, uh, race over to motivatetraining.com.au forward slash toolkit to find out more information. And we have our Better Winning Sponsors course launching May 29th. Yes, it's a Sunday. It's going to be dropping every Sunday for the next eight weeks where I'll be going live on Monday to help you answer any questions. If you're interested in participating in a Better Winning Sponsors membership, uh, sorry, Winning Sponsors course, um, find the link in today's show notes or race to motivatetraining.com.au forward slash winning. Also, in today's episode, Leanne does offer some great free resources available on her website. So please make sure you head over to the show notes and download them. Things such as a one-page marketing plan template and a guide. And she also offers a free one-hour marketing consultation. So that of interest, please race over to the show notes and check them out. So all of the details for lookdeepermarketing.com.au will be available in today's show notes. All right, team. Well, please grab a pen and paper. There is some gold to be listed today. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's get started. Well, hello, Leanne, and welcome to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. Hi, Belinda. Thank you for having me on. I'm very excited to have you as a guest because we're doing a little bit different coaching today. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about what you do? Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm a mum, I'm a marketer, and a motorsport lover. Uh, I'd probably say the motorsport came first when I was a kid and I enjoyed watching motorsports and I think I just liked design of cars, more so than the mechanical side. Uh, Then came the marketing side, working in banking and finance in Australia and the UK and more recently starting my own small business in marketing. And, of course, I became a mum quite late at 36 um, and I've got two boys and they both love motorsport as well, which works out really well for the family. <laughs> they like soccer too, but motorsport comes first. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do they race? No, they don't. They do a little bit of karting, you know, yeah. indoor karting, but that's, we know how much it costs. So <laughs> yeah, we discourage. Yeah. 
like my boys are 10 and 8 and I'm trying to hold them off as much as possible but I'm pretty much sure that it's now time I've been fortunate with COVID for two years that we couldn't go racing I guess was the other big thing but now that we're open and we're back I think it's time we're gonna have to purchase those carts Leanne oh yes okay scary times (laughs) you can help me with my budget (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah definitely and so does your partner Harvey is he involved in motorsports as well yeah he's uh the technical director for hub auto racing so he's been in motorsport for about 25 30 years something like that um but uh yeah when we met he was uh, an apprentice mechanic uh, and yeah. studying engineering part-time and then he had these dreams of working in motorsports so yeah it kind of went from there I guess yeah fantastic and is he English no he's Australian so oh. yeah he was born in Australia and then we went he did a little bit of uh, work here in Australia uh, mm-hmm. in motorsport and then we went overseas there were so many opportunities back in those days you'd get the older sport magazine you'd see all the jobs advertised and you'd go wow there's just so so much opportunity in the uk so we packed our bags and off we went mm. was that before kids or after that kids? was before children yeah 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 <laughs> when you can just do those wonderful you could things. just do it and we did we just went and with literally suitcases and yeah and a little bit of money and not much else <laughs> And then did you work in motorsports over there? No, I worked in banking and finance in the UK as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, times have changed for women in motorsport. It was really not something I considered. Um, I did actually apply for a job once in Formula One Mm -hmm. uh, in marketing, but really marketing back then was either public relations or sponsorship. And it it would take me down a line in marketing that I wasn't really keen on. So it wasn't really the right avenue for me. Of course, nowadays, there's so many more opportunities in marketing in Formula One, in other categories, whether it be here in Australia or overseas. It's just different times, but yeah. Yeah. It's very exciting. (laughs) It is exciting. And I've said this to a couple of young girls recently who love motorsport. It's so much there's so much opportunity for you now yeah um whereas back then women tended to be the chefs on the team or they were volunteer officials um you know there wasn't really much else yeah and we still have those wonderful people on board of course and they're they're essential people of course they are the essential people because we don't have them then we don't have a race and everyone chips in it's still that way i think even uh, at the higher professional levels, yeah. Yeah, so you mentioned that you have um, did a hub auto racing. Um, mm-hmm. What that? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, hub auto racing are a GT race team. They're actually Asian-based and owned by Morris Chen. Um, but they race globally, and most recently they participated in the 24-hour Le Mans uh, in the GTE Pro category. They took out the Hyperpole. Um, beating the factory teams of Porsche and Ferrari and Corvette. Awesome. Yeah. And that was the first time with the car as well. So they had literally just received the car, managed to do two days tests in the in the Porsche. Yeah. And then they were straight to Le Mans and yeah, qualified first. So it was great. Do you have a favorite track? <laughs> oh, in the world? Yes. Oh. Too difficult, too difficult. I have I have this 
uh, question with my children sometimes. And look, I, I love spa. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, it's also memories. So I love mm-hmm. Silverstone as well. Yeah. You're so lucky to have gone to those. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're beautiful. I haven't actually been to spa, but I love spa. Uh-huh. Yeah, I missed I missed going. I was meant to go, but didn't get there. Yeah. No worries. Um, so people who listen to this podcast know that I'm an avid fan of that motorsport is a business. Yes. And I say all the time, um, you know, so people can leverage through the sport and get some money back. Um, how important is it in um teams that plan for things like sponsorship or doing competitive analysis and social media content and all of that kind of stuff? Oh, look, absolutely, Belinda. Motorsport is a business. I mean, just look at Formula One, you know, where they were 30 years ago and um, where they are today. And it's the same here. Even the V8s have changed dramatically in that time frame. Yeah. Um, you have to run your team or yourself, if you're a carter, you know, you're a high school, you're still in high school, you have to think that, okay, I'm a small business owner here. Small business owners do everything. Uh, They're a marketer, they're the finance, they're the HR, they're the operations. And just like a business, you need to think like a business. You need to have goals and you need to have plans. And, um, successful businesses plan so it's very important yeah yeah and if they are to plan how do they get started what's the first thing that they have to do to um yeah get that plan down look everyone should start with goals Mm -hmm. they need their goals laid out and the clearer you can be with your goals the better i like to use the smart principles it's five Mm -hmm. principles so make it specific make your goals measurable make them achievable, relevant, and if you can put a time frame on your goals, that helps as well. And so I think it it's a great be, place to start. Yeah, I love it. And it needs to be a little bit more than just to be on the podium. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it could be I want to be, you know, have five podium places in this particular championship and then next year I want to do, you know, a different championship. But if you can have that time frame there, it just, yeah. And that, that's just one goal. You know, you should have a few goals. That should, shouldn't just be the only one goal that you have. Yeah. yeah it could be like growing the actual race team, um, whether it's yeah. onboarding new drivers or whether it's onboarding external resources like a sponsorship manager or commercial manager or social exactly. media content creator and things like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Whether you, you know, I want to learn social media, uh, learning about sponsorships um, or, or even going to you, Belinda, and doing some of your great courses and learning about these things. Um, and just it will just help them plan better. But definitely start with your goals and then if they can look at doing some other type of marketing planning, it Look, there's so many studies out there that will say successful businesses plan. And it doesn't mean that your business won't succeed, but businesses that plan are more likely to grow even more. So after they've developed their goals, Leon, what is the next step through the process? Okay, well, it depends. From, with my clients, I kind of break them down. depends where they are on their business journey. 
if they're a startup, they're very new in their business journey, I tell them they have to start somewhere. So start with a one-page marketing plan. So look at your goals, look at who your target market are, um, look at the type of message that you need to get out to that target audience, the media that you're going to use, and then you know how you're going to take them on this particular customer journey. I have a one-page marketing plan that I give to people like that, people who are just starting up, have either no marketing experience or very little marketing experience. Uh, for businesses that have been in business longer, maybe have more experience, then I say, okay, do a bit more analysis. You need to do a marketing strategy. You need to know where you're at now and where you want to go. So that's more the big picture game plan. But they, you, you need both. You need a plan, the marketing plan, and the marketing strategy. And I define them as separate items. Yeah. Yeah, great. And how often should you review each of those? Well, they're living documents. So it's something you should be working with all the time. But your marketing strategy, you should be checking back to that at least once a year. But your marketing plan itself is constantly moving. So every month you'll be looking at that. You'll be implementing some of the, um, the I, I just like to call them the to-do list because your, your marketing plan is a to-do list. They're the actions that you should be taking to reach your goals. Um, so if you're constantly doing that, it's constantly moving, you're measuring it, the results, and then you're changing, you're going back to your plan. You say, okay, what worked well? What didn't work well? Where do I need to change my plan and adjust it? So it's, it's at least a month, every month you're reviewing that plan, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you currently do work with um, SMEs. What kind of mm -hmm. services do you help them with? Yeah, my main focus is on marketing strategy and planning. So everything I've just sort of said. <laughs> um, but I also break that down depending on where the organisation is at. Um, so I can just help them with defining their goals. I can help them with defining their target market. I can do the analysis work for them, like a competitor analysis. Um, I will help them identify their or find and identify opportunities and help them prioritise those opportunities. So, yeah, lots of things. But overall, it's all part of the marketing strategy. And I could probably hear feel a few of the um, parents slash small business owners going, oh, my God, like we just want to go racing, which is the same attitude that the drivers have when we're like, well, you need to do social media and you need to do sponsorship yes. and you need to do all these other things in order to maintain involvement within the sport that we love. Yeah, absolutely. And, it, again, it goes back, I mean, how many times have we heard fail to plan, um, you know, you don't succeed, you need to put a, a plan in place, um, you know, Google it. You will see that successful businesses plan and that they grow up to 30% more than businesses that don't plan. And one of the questions I posed was, um, do you think it's um, relevant for, I guess, club, um, sorry, race team owners to do competitive analysis on their competitors? Yeah, well, um, it's an interesting one. Yeah. I think every business needs to do a competitor analysis, mm -hmm. but there is a fine line. Um, you need to be non-judgmental. And you need to be careful with bias 
uh, if you're if if you're not going to be if you're going to be judgmental and uh, critical and I'm the best and they're terrible, then it's not going to work because the whole point of a competitor analysis is to find what's unique about me as a business owner or as a business. Um, so you, when you look at the, all your competitors, you do the analysis and you say, well, here's a gap and here's a gap and here's a gap and this is where I can find an opportunity and work with it. And so one, you found a gap and two, this is where you can be unique and different. So that's, it, it's, it's important, but you need to get rid of the, the judgment. Yeah. And can you tell us a little bit more exactly what a competitive analysis is? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of things you could do. I mean, you can um, do like what, what's called a SWOT analysis. So a SWOT analysis looks at you take each competitor and you look at their strengths, their weaknesses, their opportunities and the threats. Uh, and then, you you know, you look at maybe their websites and you look at them at the track. You look at what they do well and what they don't do well. Or you can keep it really simple and you just say, okay, these are the things they do well, these are the things they do not do well, and here's the gaps. So you can keep it really basic. It doesn't have to be hard or technical or take up a lot of time, but do that for each competitor. Um, maybe your top five, maybe choose a one or two competitors who are local uh, and maybe even choose competitors where you want to go. So if you are currently an AM driver but you want to become a professional driver in a particular category, well, then look at that team or look at that driver and see what they're doing. Yeah. So don't just look sort of local and, and keep that small vision look bigger as well and it could be overseas you might look at a team overseas as well yeah exactly for like growth and opportunity yeah yeah uh, so like just to cap off the um, marketing process that we're going through about getting started with marketing um i've got we've identified our smart goals we do our marketing yeah. plan um if we're just starting out if we've been established for a little bit longer a full-blown marketing strategy mm -hmm. uh, we do competitive analysis analysis uh, is there anything else we need to do initially to get started uh, yeah there's a lot probably <laughs> um, I mean yeah I mean I could take people through a whole one page marketing strategy um, sorry um, and I do actually have available on my website a template and a guide that might help um, a lot of people starting out and like I said it's somewhere to start um, you know, I, I think identifying your target audience is the main thing. So is that going to be supporters? Is that going to be sponsors? If you're a driver, are you looking to attract the attention of team owners or technical directors? So, or if you're an organisation or a club, you know, who is your target audience? Is it drivers and how do I attract their attention? Um, so really focusing on that key audience and getting that audience right is is vital as well. And then there's a, a, an important message that you need to get across to those people and what media channel you're going to use. So, yeah, there's lots of things to um, actually take them through. 
So if someone was interested about downloading that um, template and the resource that you kindly offered, where do they race to? Yeah, just go to lookdeepermarketing.com.au and um, there is one on my homepage and there's a little tab that says free stuff and you can just download it. I don't collect your email address so you can just download it for free. Oh, awesome. Thanks, Leanne. And don't worry, guys, I will put that link also into the today's show notes. So if you're driving or running, uh, listening to this episode, just make sure you save the episode. And when you get back, you can click on the link and download those free goodies. Thank you. I'm very excited. Um, So you just mentioned about social media platforms. Tell me, what is your favorite social media platform for doing business? I have to say for me, for my target audience, it would be LinkedIn. That's my main media. Uh, and for small business owners, I say to them, look, have one main media channel and then have yes, two or yeah. three others as well. <laughs> I say yeah. that as well. Yeah. You just can't keep up otherwise. But focus on where your target audience hang out. Uh, if you've got a bigger budget, if you're a bigger team or you're a bigger organisation, you outsource your media and your marketing, then you probably have more media, you know. There's over 150 media channels out there. And even within each social platform, there's so much that you can do. So, um, yeah, it's finding, that's why it's so important to say, this is my target audience and this is where they hang out and this is where I need to target them in that channel, in that particular media channel. So I like LinkedIn. LinkedIn works for me. Um, For other people, it might be Instagram or TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, so on LinkedIn, um, you share your passions and your interests. Why is that important to building your brand? Yeah, personal branding is important um, because we're talking a lot. It's text messages or you're just putting a post up so they're not really understanding, you know, what you do. It's not real, well, real to a degree. It's not face-to-face. Yeah. So it's important, like when you're talking face-to-face at a network event, you know, a bit of character comes into it. Um, you know, there might be icebreakers in a conversation that you can pick up on, certain cues that you can pick up on. So I think with something like LinkedIn, you know, I talk about I have some of my icebreakers on my profile that I love motorsport, for example. Uh, I like pizza. um so yeah i think it's important just to keep yourself real and just be genuine and and bring out your personality and your character in what you do yeah yeah and uh coming up in our um motorsport sponsorship facebook group i've got a linkedin specialist uh, next month in may coming to do a free workshop around uh, linkedin the tools um, how best to drive your network and build better connections um, yep. with the objective of trying to, to make those relationships made um, for obviously partnership development so stay tuned yep. for that one guys yep. Um, I, so I did notice you had that old school bag on there um, full of stuff. My mum's got one of those as well. <laughs> uh, I think with like my kinder drawings and stuff. Uh, what is in your box? I, I, drawings, actually. I do have drawings. I like to draw um, and I've got a sketchbook in there with old sketches, um, old books I read when I was a kid, plush toys. Yeah, but um, yeah, those bags are awesome. I think that one lasted me from kindy through to year six. Uh, it was a bit of a shield 
Uh, back in my day, kids would get into fights, so it was something you kind of <laughs> could duck, used to duck. Uh, yeah, it was great. <laughs> it's a good bag, sturdy bag. They are. They were. <laughs> the brick. I'd call it the brick. The brick. It was literally a brick. That. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Leah, was there anything else um, you've given us so much information to get started with uh, that you'd love to share with the um, crew today? I think the main thing is there's the two guides on my website, the two free guides. So depending on, again, where you are in your business journey, um, but if you have no marketing experience, just download the one-page marketing plan and guides and just get started, you know, get those goals written down uh, it will just help you keep your focus. It will help you with your budgeting as well. Um, so, yeah, just go for that and see how you go. And if you've got any questions, I do offer a one-hour free consultation and I'm more than happy to schedule a time in with anyone that needs help. Yeah. And are you happy for people to connect with you on LinkedIn as well? Yes, absolutely. LinkedIn, like I said, is my main channel, so please connect with me, send me a DM, have a chat, tell me that you love motorsport as well. More than happy to have a chat. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Leanne, for joining us today. Our last question, pineapple on pizzas, yes or no? Uh, Italian heritage, I'd have to say, um, anchovies <laughs> rather than, yeah, pineapple, a bit too much. I've got enough carbs on a pizza, mm -hmm. so a bit too many carbs for me. Yeah, I'll no. throw a bit extra protein with the anchovy. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you for that insight and again for joining us today. Have a great day. Thanks so much, Belinda, for inviting me on. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thanks everyone for listening to this week's show. I really hope you enjoyed that one as much as I did. Now, remember all the show notes with the links and the specials mentioned in today's show are available over at motivatetraining.com.au. If you haven't already, I'd really appreciate if you could head to iTunes or Stitcher, type in Motorsport Coaching, subscribe and leave us a review. Each week, I'll read them out and you'll go into monthly draw to win a fantastic prize. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at motivatetraining.com.au or head over to our Facebook page at Motivate to Team. Until next time, take care.